Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Black Shirt Breakdown. My name is Steve Mark. I'm a staff writer inside Nebraska, and he is the Jay Foreman, our NFL veteran and former Nebraska Black Shirt. Jay, we are back with a 2024 Husker commit, and he goes by the name of Landon Davidson, an offensive lineman. He plays left tackle at his high school in Broomfield, Colorado, but he'll project as an interior <laughs> lineman, most likely as a guard at the next level. Uh, Jay, when you when you uh, saw Landon Davidson's name come about on social media that he committed to the Huskers, you know I'm I'm sure you mm. watched his highlight tape and and what were your overall thoughts right away? Well, I mean, like you said, I mean he's a left tackle uh, in high school. He's still a good athlete, and he could probably play tackle in, in in college. I'd probably project him maybe as a right tackle, but he is definitely a guard, left or right guard. Um, you know, athletic ability and, you know, mindset as you, <laughs> as we get into his tape, you go to yep. see that he plays uh, with a little bit of an edge and that's what you like. Um, again, he's playing against high school kids, but I like the, you know, I think the, there isn't a star ranking for ability to finish and fill and finish with some nastiness. And I think he checks those uh, boxes or the box of doing so. So I think from a mentality standpoint, obviously, you know, he's pretty high ranked. Um, and then also the big thing is we're getting them out of Colorado as well. You know, you're getting going into another state that you'd like to have within, I don't know if it's 500 miles or close to 500 miles. You want to be able to go in there and get some of their best players. And Nebraska's had some good histories uh, from Colorado. You think, I think just coming to mind is uh, Matt Slauson, I think for, was from Colorado. Um, I think Adam Carricker might've been. <clears throat> so those are two guys that have, you know, came here and played well. So hopefully, you know, uh, both well for Nebraska staff moving forward three-star athlete out of Broomfield, Colorado, like we mentioned, and, you know, six foot four, 312 pounds, and he can move. We mentioned his attitude, his edge. Um, we really like that, and we'll get into that, but um, he can move for a big guy. He went to a camp at Tennessee and ran a 4.91 40-yard dash yeah. at three, and he told me he did that at 312 pounds and six four. That's moving for a big yeah. dude, and so that that um, really just, I think, should get the fan base excited. It should be should get Donovan Riola excited to get him and start working with him and everything. But Jay, how, how unique is it to see somebody <laughs> six, four, 312 pounds, especially going into a senior year of high school, run a sub five second 40 yard dash. Hey, Steve, I, he's six, four, three, 12. I'm six, three. I'm not going to tell you how much I weigh. <laughs> he probably can beat me yeah. to, in the, uh, and, you know, I don't know if I could break five. So, look, that's a really good athlete. You're seeing it. You know, you yeah. see the combine. You see guys being that big and fast. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, you know, again, you know, just probably need to get them, you know, stronger and quicker and, you know, everything that this, uh, you know, strength and conditioning uh, coaching staff can do to make them a better player. But the initial athletic ability is exactly what you would want um, at a guard position or an offensive line position. I think he has good athletic ability to – um, play any position but obviously I think he's ready made to kind of stick in there at guard in my opinion and obviously it matches his mindset yeah and we mentioned the type of athlete he is he just picked up wrestling two seasons ago and his first two seasons in, in the heavyweight division in Colorado he made state and he placed at state so that just kind of tells you um, just the tools that he's working with it's good stuff he's big he's strong he can move and uh, we're going to get get into that right now. But I wanted to show a quote. Um, I, I did the commitment story. I called him up after he committed, and I was asking him about Colorado and the former, the rivalry between the Buffaloes and the Huskers. You know, it's not as hot as it once was, but, you know, it's getting back up there with Dion back there and just social sure. media going crazy. 
And I asked him about the, the game in Boulder on September 9th. And he said, let me tell you this. I'm going to be at that game and I'm going to be wearing Husker red. I'm excited. I found, I found a new home. It's not even a question. So he's going to be right. at the game. He's going to be in Boulder and he's going to be on the Husker sideline wearing red. Right. I thought that was kind of cool. So just wanted to add that in there. But uh, so yeah, let's get into these highlights, Jay. Um, I think there's four of them and some of these are double teams or where he's kind of chipping in with another guy. And, but I don't know. I, I just think that there's a lot to like here. Like we said, he's big, he's fast, six, four over 300 pounds, good footwork. And I think you mentioned his, his pad level, how, how he plays right. with leverage. It's really, really good. Well, you, you mentioned that he just started wrestling the last two years. And so yep. now that, you know, you're starting to see it help him on the football field and maybe it was strategic by his football coaches or his parents or even him as well. Some of the best offensive linemen I went against, were wrestlers. They know how to play with leverage. They know how to contort their body, not lose their leverage. It helps them with, you know, conditioning. It helps them to be individually motivated. And it brings out a little bit of nastiness into you because yeah. when you step on the, on the mat to wrestle, you have to have a different level of hatred for whoever you're going against. And that's what you're seeing here in his football. It's a good double team right there. Good initial step. And you, I like that you see that he's able to drop his pads and lift this guy right here. Yep. I call it a forklift, right? And so when you think if you can get leverage, get him up off his feet, you see this guy right here. Mm -hmm. He's way up on his tippy toes. And so when you got him riding like that, and you can see, um, he, he, you know, him him underneath his pads, and then you just Peter rolling that whole offense or whole defensive line and reestablishing the line of scrimmage. Now, granted, these are high school kids, but look at this initial contact, get him up. And you're talking about striking and rising, right? Striking and rising. And I was listening to an offensive line coach, and he's like, he doesn't teach roll your hips, right? Well, what he teaches is come off, initial shock, get your hands inside, snap the pads. That means you're coming off with some force. And then naturally your body will rise, right? And so this is what he's doing. He obviously is great teaching technique right here where you're able to strike and rise through your opponent and then when you got him up on his heels right there on the tippy toes you're actually giving him a little bit of height taking him from taking his defensive lineman from six two to about six six he's up off the ground and then uh the rest of the offensive line is falling suit and so the one thing i i like about it if you have one player that's playing with this type of edge look at the rest of the offensive line they're 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 trying to finish everything they're trying to finish every block and, and get downfield and establish a line of scrimmage so i think for him being on the interior uh, it bodes well for him. And here you see him here in tight space, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to be really good at where you're going. And you can see him right there. He's he was they Peter rolled this guy or double teamed him into the end zone. But look at his look at his eyes. He was looking at the linebacker because of number two, which the tight end got right here. If he kind of slipped in there, he was gonna he was gonna come off and block him. So this is I'm looking at things differently where you can see, okay, can he not only do his job? And this double team, he's the first one that's setting the point of attack, right? Yep, yep. You see the initial shock right here. Now, granted, he's bigger than these guys are going, but, you, mm -hmm. you know, he can't dictate who he plays against. He just has to play against the kids that he's playing against and dominating. But one thing I like is, is, is finishing the block, but also he had a little bit of a teaching tape right there where his eyes looked back inside and read it. And then, therefore, he uh, um, was able to, um, you know, get off the ball and then obviously finish him into the end zone. It's almost like a touchdown uh, form as well and then uh this one i i don't know what you want to call this maybe a counter with uh two two pulling two, uh looks like he's at left tackle here and he's pulling along with his left guard kind of shows you his footwork and how smooth i thought it looked pretty smooth pull here 
Right, yeah. You see him right here. Uh, one, he's pulling with good leverage. Again, getting in the guys, and he, you know he has his eyes up and 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 good pad levels. So look right here. He's not a bobble. He's not a bobber, right? And so when you think about fishing, a bobber goes up and down when he's running. Look yeah. how when he's pulling, it's the same level. So if you just had like a pad or something like that, look at both of them. They're both doing a good job, but in particularly him, he's pulling right tight, tight mm -hmm. pull. Look at the pad level when he first gets into, I think, number 53 or whatever his name is, and he catches him by surprise, and now he's on roller skates. And then again, the finish, thirty or number 33. When he when he blocks number 33, and obviously it's a good little pancake right there, and he, a little mm -hmm. friendly fire, he might get number 85. <laughs> but when he when he pulls around, it's really good. Look at the point of attack here. Look at, look at the leverage. And it's good that you have a light blue helmet in his helmet. He's pulling around right here, following his, his lead guy. But when he gets into him, look at look at the pad level. Look how low he is. That's what you like on teaching tape and allows him to use his strength, right? And and use his uh wrestling background uh to be successful. And so, you know, I, I you know, look for, look, this is you know, a highlight tape and you're talking about a power five kid here, but to be this big and agile and to get better at some things um from the addition of wrestling, I think only bodes well for you know, him hopefully transitioning to inside position at guard and, and, and he'll welcome it. Right. And he's, you know, he's, you know, he's going to learn how to be tough and, and be tough going against bigger guys. But, you know, I think his ability to play with good leverage and being a legit six, four and a half, three ten, three fifteen, I like, and then you see right here, right. Again, you know, there's competition right here, but what I really like right here was a quick set. Right. And that's, it was supposed to be a quick pass. So he stepped and then look at the hands inside ready to strike. Right. Mm -hmm. Now he missed with his initial strike with the left hand, but his right hand was so far locked in there inside and he was able to long arm him, which in, in some ways is a defensive move. He controls him right here. He's able to get his left hand back inside. And guess what he does after that finishes the block. So yeah. um, these are all things that you know, coach Rayola, uh, obviously uh, Marcus Satterfield and more importantly, obviously Matt rule is seeing, you know, from a position flexibility standpoint, right? In a pinch, when you're on the road and say he's not starting yet, but say he's the number one backup guard and he's and if he's smart enough and is, and is taking on the challenge to knowing all five positions, you can throw him in there in a tackle position and know that he knows how to play it well. So, you know, he, he might start out at guard, but if he really works on his quickness um, and, 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 you know, foot, you know, in footwork and then obviously his leverage is good, um and, you know he could play a right or left tackle you know i don't know his arm length or anything like that um he doesn't have short arms and so you know i think from there you know you know he bodes well as far as the offensive line product so i think you know it's another good gift for nebraska i think they're you know consciously making a good effort of recruiting guys not only with the height weight size stuff but then also with the right mentality right and the mentality is going to mm -hmm. take guys a lot farther than maybe their measurables and so this young man, just from where he's at right now, again, in high school, 2024 commit, um, he's big enough. Obviously, we know he's fast enough. Mm -hmm. um, and then he has the right mentality. And also, I like that he plays with really good leverage, um, a big athlete for a big man, um, and, and plays with a good pad level. And so even though his strength might not be up to, say, Big Ten strength, you know, initially as a freshman, his ability to play with good leverage will allow him to be successful earlier on in, in his high school career or, or college career, excuse me, because one of the biggest things that offensive linemen don't do well across the board, middle school, high school, and some college, and especially earlier in their career, is play with the correct amount of leverage or the or the good leverage and being able to strike and be physical, not only in the first quarter, the first play, which we've seen, 
but late in the game, right? When you think of Nebraska, right, and sometimes that we weren't able to um, finish games, right? And, you know, in particular, you might look at, say, the Michigan game, you know, when we played them at night and we, you know, kind of, you know, gave that game away, mm-hmm. was our inability to run the ball or Iowa at the end of that season two years yeah. ago, the inability to run the ball late in the game. But you saw the pad level of the offensive line play a little bit higher. This young man plays with a really good pad level, which allows him to be a lot more physical, which allows his mentality and wanting to finish and punish guys uh, come out on his tape. And so I think you're both well for him. Mentality, leverage, athleticism. That is good stuff. And him. wants to be and wants to be here. You know yeah. what I mean? And, oh, yeah, for sure. You know, it, it, it. I will say this, whether you are from Colorado, Iowa or anywhere, Texas, you know, we've seen we got some guys. It takes a a a uh, a a unique mindset to be willing to look outside of uh your, you know your state grounds because whether it's Matt Rule or, or or Deion Sanders, you got two coaches with big personalities, right? And you got mm-hmm. a coach in Colorado, a Deion that's made some waves as far as recruiting, and so for Matt Rule to go get a one of their top offensive linemen out of Colorado is almost a you know a double get. You're taking away from Colorado, which we like to do, but then also you're getting one of the better players in this region as well um that's physically ready to go and mentally ready to go as it looks like and it 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 looked like you know nebraska made the offer to landon davidson and not too long after that colorado and deon sanders offered landon davidson so you know it was was, i think it probably meant something to landon that nebraska saw something um when when colorado was you know right there the whole time so yeah really, really good stuff from landon davidson really good stuff from jay foreman as always that was Landon Davidson's black shirt breakdown, a three-star offensive lineman from Broomfield, Colorado. And that was a black shirt breakdown for Steve Mark, Jay Foreman. We will catch you guys later.